0: log Talk Radio.
1: With the number one overall selection. <laughs> how does an undrafted prospect bring it to a whole thing? Can't around empty, put desire, small small, big Small. Be the best to get paid back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bill Marchand. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and they're a month away from joining the National Football League. Uh, April 25th, Nashville, Tennessee, things get underway. Three days of first to seventh round selections, and in between that time, we're going to have a lot of shows, and there's going to be a lot of players crisscrossing the nation as they go on visits with some of the teams that are very, very interested in their abilities. And one of the young men who is on that radar is Neil O'Connor, the New Hampshire Wildcats standout receiver. He was a two-time All-CAA receiver, a ton of production, a ton of ability. He's going to call into the show. Um, if you miss any of our shows in their entirety, you'd like to go back and listen to them or download them. Um, they're always free and available at iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. And if you want to know a little bit more about them, their draft analysis and what we think of them. You can always go to collegepro.com go in their 2019 NFL draft prospects, hit their position, and then you will find a link for everything you need to know about these young men as they make their path towards that next level. And we had a fantastic guest on earlier today from Ferris State. It's their receiver, 6'2, 211, and uh, he's, he's got a really fantastic buzz uh, surrounding him right now. Um, legit size, um, ran a four four four. And, um, I had a couple of the pro days that he performed at, but again, uh, a lot to talk about. But with that said, before we talk any more about anyone else, we're going to talk all about Neil O'Connor, our standout guest today. Um, Neil, welcome to the program. Um, we always kind of like to ask, uh, can you believe your time at the Collegiate Career kind of come and gone, and, and you're literally one month away from finding out about the National Football League and if you're going to be drafted?
0: Hey, how's it going? Thanks uh, for having me. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty surreal which um, is a uh, cause really, it flew by, it went, it went by in of a nine. So I'm excited, though. I'm uh, happy for, looking forward to what's going to happen next.
1: Awesome. Now, for you, I mean, uh, fantastic ability, New Hampshire. I mean, you, you, I think you probably could have accomplished everything on a personal level that you could ask for. I mean, uh, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, did you play way back then? And, and did were you always the better athlete?
0: Yeah, I've been uh, – I started playing in third grade. So I, too, I've really been playing all my life, and uh, you know, even when we were younger, I was always, always pretty good. I had a couple older brothers that kind of helped me, help me um, be ready for when I when I started playing. So I was I was pretty good when I was younger. making pop pop winner. Oh, are you guys
1: competitive with one one another?
0: Uh, oh yeah, I was the youngest, so you know they all played uh, three sports in high school, played college football, so it was always pretty competitive. <laughs> How about now? Still competitive? Oh, uh, yeah. They're, I mean, they're not playing anymore, but – so I think I, I might have them now. They used to get me back in the
1: day. I mean, if you guys are just going to play a game of horse, I mean, does it get intense or is it just kind of relaxed or does it – could it get heated?
0: Uh, no, it's definitely more relaxed than it used to be, I think.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: I just like to ask,
1: you know, we get a lot of guys out uh, with brothers and sometimes uh, we can hear yeah. some uh, funny things that still go on. Um uh, Quincy Williams, in fact, uh, the brother of Quentin Williams from Alabama, he was on the show. And, uh, you know, they said uh, the only reason he actually started playing football because he couldn't stand Quentin just being the only one getting attention. So he decided to uh, suit up and get after it himself. So that's why we like to kind of tend that way. So, I mean, let's go here. Um, you know, you, uh, what other positions did you play? I'm sure you probably played both sides of the football, you know, going through high school and whatnot. But how did you settle into that receiver position? And, and who was looking at you coming out of high school?
0: Oh uh, yeah, um in high school I played ball fight, played safety, um played quarterback actually my senior year. Um but I knew uh, I wasn't getting recruited to play to play quarterback. I was getting recruited uh mainly as a as a safety defensive back and um wow. New Hampshire, Bryant, um, NFC schools uh were recruiting me. Um got to New Hampshire. I, was, I went in as a as a safety and eventually got moved to, to offense. And um, just kind of, just wow. kind of filled in and it worked out there.
1: Oh, that's excellent. Now, now let me ask you this: I mean, did you? Well, you a quarterback, and and how much time did you have at receiver, going to the to the collegiate level?
0: Yeah, I played a I played receiver for two years in high school, and then senior year, okay, I okay. made the transition to quarterback. So I had some experience. Wow. Wow,
1: and then you get, and lo and behold, you become uh, one of the top. Uh, Colonial Athletic Association uh, receivers in the last uh you know, four years why while you're doing your thing uh with the Wildcats. Impressive stuff. Once again, Neil O'Connor here on the C two P. You folks know if you miss any of this show in its entirety, it's always free and available at iTunes Block Talk Radio. And they already have his draft bio posted and we'll be touching up on the draft stuff once we conclude our episode. Um for you, I mean, kinda of take us through this point. I mean I mean no one knows really how it's gonna turn out, but you have fantastic success, Neil. Um, when did you start to kind of get in the back of your mind that, you know, what you're doing on Saturdays could potentially become something you can do on Sundays for a living?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when I first got there, I was trying to get on the field any way I could. And, uh, you know, special teams went my first year, and then uh, just learning the playbook, figuring it out, getting it all down. I was able to start making some plays, uh, like sophomore year, and then junior year, had another better year, and, you know, my coaches were think were were asking me about whether I wanted to you know, try to play at the next level and I was I to that point I didn't really I didn't really thought about all I all I was thinking about was, you know, but you know I realized I, I have an opportunity so it's something I've always wanted to do so to actually realize see it see it see it coming into into be. It has
1: to be almost like a dream come true and a little bit of ways to right. go but uh uh, Obviously, so yeah, I've been hearing some very good things about you. Um, let me ask you this, and we ask this of all the guys. I mean, if we threw you in that room with these NFL scouts, the guys that, you know, have the eye on you, I mean, what do you think they're going to love about you when they're breaking down tape? What are those abilities that, you know, that are really top-notch?
0: Um, I think to start, you know, my my, my running route running ability and uh, catching ability um, is something I really proud of myself on, you know, doing little things and routes to get open and, you know, catching every ball that comes my way, just making the plays. Um, I think they'd also, right. you know, like my football IQ. You know, I've always prided myself on on being fully prepared and getting every every. Uh, you know, try, if you can outsmart defending an opponent, just you know, any 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 way that will help you. I think I've always prided myself on that.
1: Nice. What's your favorite route? I mean, they're calling a play in. I mean, what's the one you love hearing?
0: You know, I love so, just something over the middle. You know, like third and third and short. You know, I know they're coming to me. I got to get the first. That's that's really my my favorite part. You know, getting making the big plays on hey, third Hey, hey,
1: there's nothing better. And coaches love if you can continue that drive and they don't have to bring out the fire yeah, nails. Maybe
0: senior year, choice um, games was a little into it and kind of saw their offense and the production. So maybe that might be a little thing that they they might not know. So the numbers right. are a little so down that's
1: probably Yeah, that's why we ask. Like I said, do you do you get a lot of different things, that you know sometimes there's a different coordinator that comes in. Some of these things they know, but you know, like some of these some of these things uh, you know we don't. We just like to ask to share it. Now, I, I mean, I, I I would assume if when we ask this again, it's a cliche question, but I mean, do you get comparisons to everybody? I mean, I could probably say right now who you're going to say. I mean, probably Giuliano. I mean, not you, but just comparisons. But that's fair enough. But, I mean who do you get comparisons to?
0: Yeah, that I mean that's definitely the leading one. Uh people people say, you know, <laughs> well Julian man, And uh, you know I'm fine with <laughs> yeah. that I, was. I mean that's that's like great common watching him play. I grew up in Massachusetts, so I was yeah. always a huge fan of him. so just being compared to him is pretty awesome. But I would say yeah that, yeah, that would probably be the most common one for sure.
1: Yeah, hey, it's a guy I would say and, but, you know he was on the program too We're back 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 in the day he was on the show a few yeah. times and i remember charlie fry through to him obviously we all know we went to kent state but they're right next to each other yeah. against akron so kent was in the morning akron pro day was later in the day so we drove over to akron and i remember after after pro day was over it was me julian and and, and charlie just sitting on the field and and julian went up to do something and and God bless Charlie Fry. Charlie Fry was as convincing and as, you know, he just said, this kid is going to make it. He's going to be somebody. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take your word for it. And, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, uh, you know, Super Bowl MVP and one of the most productive receivers in the last decade. So hopefully you follow those mm-hmm. things. That way, Neil, 10 years from now, I hope I'm retired in 10 years, but 10 years from now, <laughs> if I'm still doing this show, I can say, hey, Neil O'Connor was the same guy way back when, and, and I can, and they'll relate to you saying the comparison, but it happens. Um, once again, Neil O'Connor, the Wildcats standout receiver here on the C2P, breaking things down. Um, for you, I mean, this last few months, were you training anywhere in particular, getting ready for pro day? And if so, how much maybe height, weight? I, we really can't change the height, but in terms of weight, did you stay where you needed to be?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean um... – I've been training at Xseed in uh Westboro Mass. Um been going there like six okay. days a week since since January. And yeah, I put on uh like eleven pounds, and got faster, dumped tired, so it was, it was pretty awesome the results to see. Yeah, so is it fair enough to
1: say Neil O'Connell was looking at himself in a little bit more in the mirror over the last uh few months?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely trying to make some changes. <laughs> some see some growth, you know. Numbers, yeah. And I and I saw
1: your pro day numbers. I mean, uh, fantastic pro day, uh, you know, results. I mean, I know everybody wants to do better, but I mean, how happy were you with the way everything turned out for you?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty uh, pretty happy with how I performed. I thought I could have done a, a couple things a little better, but you know, that always happens. So, but I was pretty pretty satisfied with the results.
1: Nice, nice. If you could go back and do one more again. Which one do you feel most confident that you could do better?
0: Um, I would say you know the short total. I uh, I think I I've hit better numbers, and I think I could could hit a better number on that for sure. Nice, nice.
1: About three, three. I mean, what three nine
0: maybe? I mean, yeah, I was hitting uh, some three nines and uh, just went out. And, um, and I was uh, saying yeah, three nines, low fours, pretty consistently. So. And-
1: and you definitely got some springs on you. I mean, a 35 and a hatch invert, vert, 10-1 broad. I mean, uh, those are big boy numbers, man. And you're you're not some uh, 6'5", 210 guy. I mean, you're you know, 5'10", 5'11". Those got pretty good springs. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah. um, I, It's definitely gone up. I've been training. You know, I always thought I could jump a decent, decent height, you know. Never a huge dunker, but yeah. I, I'd be able to slip one in here, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome stuff. Hey, man, we're almost out of time, Neil. but you've been a real pleasure to get to know, and we're so glad you uh, came on the program. Um, but we always would like to have some fun. We call it three and out, just a couple off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with those?
0: All right, yeah, sounds good.
1: Okay, um, did you have a crazy nickname for the Wildcats? And if not, did somebody else on the team have a crazy nickname, and how would they get it?
0: Uh, I mean, my whole life, people have called me LSU. That's not really crazy, but one that I uh... – <laughs> that kind of caught on when I was there was snail. I don't know. A couple of my buddies started calling me snail and it kind of, kind of just stuck. They just kept saying it. So that that was a pretty crazy nickname. I never expected to be called snail.
1: Yeah, dude, you could, you could, you could ask me to give me 50 different names and even hints. I'd have never said snail. Uh, how about this one? Right. Uh, coach, coach, uh, coach McDonald, um, being there along. Did anybody on the team do a great impersonation of him, and if they did, would they do it in front of him?
0: Yeah, we had uh, one of our captains, uh, senior captains, uh, defensive end his name was Jaylon Horton, and he was uh, he a, he could impersonate everyone, and he would do it in front of Coach Matt. Coach Matt kind of got a kick out of it. It was pretty funny. He could do all our coaches pretty well. So it was pretty funny. <laughs> Excellent. And we got two